0: be on the screen before you. We are reading out of the uh, New American Standard. We are reading First Corinthians chapter 15, one through nine. Will you stand in honor of God's word if you're able? If you're not, we understand. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1, 1 through 9, and it reads as such, and I hear, now I make known unto you, brethren, the gospel, the good news which I preach to you, which also you received, in which you also stand. He said, by which also you are saved, if you hold Fast the word which I preach to you, and what he's saying is, if you really got it, it will keep you. <laughs> the evidence that you save is you don't let go of the truth. He goes on to say, he says, unless you believe in vain, for I delivered to you first importance what I also received that Christ Jesus died for our sins. According to scripture, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day, according to scripture. And that he appeared to Cephas, that is Peter, then to the 12. And and after that, he appeared to more than 500 brethren at one time. Most of them remain until now. But some has fallen asleep, which means their body has fallen asleep. They have died, and their spirits have gone to heaven. Then he appeared to James, and then all the apostles. Last of all, as one untimely born, he appeared unto me also. He says, for I am the least of the apostles, not fit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. Amen. Jesus is the fulfillment of everything. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, move Tracy out the way. Allow there to be a, a manifestation of your glory. Lord, just glorify yourself through the preaching of your word. Even now, Lord. Even now, Lord. Even now, Paul is writing to the church Church of Corinth and he is saying, I want to put you in remembrance. I want the main thing to remain the main thing. He is saying, you all are getting sidetracked by all the other things and you are really forgetting what what this Christianity is really all about. He said, because if you miss that, you miss everything. I I think this is a message for us today because sometimes we can get caught up on the side issues and miss the main issue. See, don't let folks run you away from church because you're not here for folks. You're here for Jesus. And let, and let me help you. There's some folks that's not here for the right reason, and I can say that about any church. And, but you got to make up your mind that I'm going to work my way through the maze and that I'm here to, to worship Jesus because he's the best thing that ever happened to me. So so, so I'm going to sit where the worshipers are And if if there's no worshippers next to me, I'm gonna be a worshipper, in spite of all those around me. Do I have any worshippers in the house? He says, he says, hold fast. You know why he said hold fast? He said, because the temptation is gonna be to let go of what you know. See, everybody, want to come to church on easter sunday <laughs> <laughs> the question is is that that can can you keep on coming can 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 can, can, can you be a worshiper throughout this can you ho- <sighs> listen to what he says 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 he says. He says, he says. He says. I also proclaim to you which you, let me get to my Bible. Let me. I done lost my, my, my. Says, he says, I also proclaim to you that which I received. Yeah. Reading from the Amplified, he says, good tidings of salvation, which means good news. He says, he says you, you accepted it. Your faith rested on it. You were saved by it now if it is real hold fast keep firm stand when you have done all else stand when it doesn't feel good stand let me speak to some folks who've been through some stuff when you've been through enough trouble folks don't have to pump you up to worship When God has kept you through many ups and downs, what you find out is that your afflictions didn't weaken you. Your afflictions made you stronger. See, see, you don't really know how good God is until nobody could save you or get you out your trouble and God came in and got you out. See, you don't really know God is a healer till you've been sick in the bed, in the hospital bed, and the doctors don't know what to do. And next thing you know is God touch you. And there's been a change. See, you don't know that God is a way maker till the door is shut and nobody can open up the door and somehow God behind the scenes open up the door for you. I want to talk to some folks who've been through the storm, who've been through the rain, and you can testify, I'm still here. It's holding on. Paul says, he goes on in verse 3, he says, for I pass on to you, first of all, what I have always, what I have received, he said. He said I had to go through the same thing you went through. He said the same word that saved you is the same word that saved me. I hate to say this, but Canillis is right. There was a TV show that was showing preachers who was preaching, but they did not believe what they preached. It was a job for them. They knew the right thing to say. They knew the right scriptures to preach. But nothing has happened on the inside. See, see, when, when they talk about the blood, they don't know the power of the blood. Because until you've been saved, you really can't worship. Oh, uh, y'all, y'all, there ought to be something. Why? Worship is for those that's been changed. Yeah. For those, how can you testify how good God is if you haven't experienced the goodness of God? How can you talk about the grace of God when all you know is the mercy of God? Yeah. Yeah. Listen to what Paul says. He says, He says, I pass on to you and receive that Jesus Christ, the anointed one, died for our sins according to Scripture. What Paul was saying here, we are not being tricked by a fable, but what Jesus did was already foretold. What he's saying is, is that, Wait a minute. The reason why we know it's him, because when we look back in the Old Testament, in the books that is already written, it gave shadows and types that pointed to him. At the time when it was a shadow and type, we didn't know what it was talking about. But now that we see what he did... Yeah. We can look back and we can tell you it's him. Somebody said, okay, what is a shadow and a type? A shadow and a type, and sometimes it's called an antitype. From a theological standpoint, what it means is that God set up situations in the Old Testament that was a picture of what he was gonna do in the future. God arranged things and allowed events and happenstance to happen so that when the real thing came about, when the fulfillment of the real thing came about, you couldn't miss that this what he was talking about all the time. From, from, from Exodus to Revelation, the whole Bible is about unveiling and revealing Jesus. The Old Testament talks about him before he comes. The New Testament talks about him after he comes. When you put the two together... What you have is you have the Old Testament pointing in various pictures. This is what he's going to look like. This is what he's going to do. This is what his life is about. This way, when he does show up, there's no excuse for you not to know. You see, it's not about how you feel because sometimes you don't feel sane. Yeah. See, see, we are not placing our faith just because we think this sound good, but we got scriptural evidence yeah. that our God is God. Yeah. Since he's God, he's sovereign as being God, and God can look in the past and go to the future. He can arrange things like nobody else can arrange things, and God can say, "When the time comes, I'm going to do this, and you better believe it's going to be done like that." Uh, Let me let me help you. Allow me to go through some types. Don't you remember after Adam and Eve sinned that they started hiding from God? Why? Because they went from being God conscious to sin conscious. God asked them a question that he already knew the answer to, but he didn't ask the question for them to say, we over here. He asked the question so that Adam and Eve will will introspect what have you done? You moved out of relationship with me. Where are you in regards towards me? Not where are you in regards towards relation, not, not, not location, but relation. You have moved from where you was. You had me as your everything. Now you don't have me no more Because you chose something else I believe there's some folks In the house I know because I've been there See I grew up in church But at the age of 13 I thought I got Big enough And bad enough That I could do it on my own I thought that I didn't need to come to church No more I thought the streets had something for me i thought that i could be the biggest and baddest thing out there but don't look at me that way because some of you did the same thing aren't you glad that god didn't kill you aren't you glad that god protected you i don't know about you i should have been dead a long time ago but God kept me till he caught me and brought me back. Watch this, watch this, watch this. 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 What what, what, Paul is is saying is is that that, that here Adam and Eve have moved out of position and he said, who, watch this, before they could hear any other voice, All they could hear was God's voice. But now God said, who told you you were naked? You didn't know you was naked as long as you was covered in my glory. You was naked and you were so caught up in me, you didn't even notice you didn't have no clothes. There was no embarrassment. There was no insecurities. There was no sense of being inferior. You didn't have no doubt. You knew you was precious. You knew you was of value. I affirmed you every day that you was the apple of my eye. I affirmed you every day that I loved you. I came down and I talked with you and walked with you and I shared with you. You was my children. I was your God. I was your father. I held your hand. And I showed you more about the earth. But all of a sudden, you listen to somebody else's voice who told you you didn't have enough. You know what? Satan is still lying. He is still telling lies and and trying to tell us that Jesus won't be your everything. I, I, I want you to know today that he will be your everything. He will bring to you whatever you need. And if he don't bring it to you, he'll step in his own self and be that for you. There's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. Well, let, me, let, me, let me go on. Says, he says, he says, he says, well, he says, let me cover you because now that you know you're naked, now that you have sinned, something has to die. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 3, he brings some skin of an animal. That, well, where did he get the skin of the animal? Did you know that he had to kill something? In order to cover them? And then he goes into a prophecy in Genesis chapter Three, he, says, he, says, he, says, he says, Satan, he said, you bruised his heel, but I'm going to crush your head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, the very thing I'm going to use is what you used. Yeah, I'm going to use a seed of a woman. Oh. You know what he was saying? He said, I'm going to break. He said, he said, he said, he said and I got nobody else to do it because Abraham was a liar, he couldn't do it. Moses was a killer, he couldn't do it. David was an adulterer, he couldn't do it. And even though there are types of him, they are not him. What do you mean? Moses was the first prophet, and Jesus came as a prophet. David was a king, and he had a covenant of having an everlasting kingdom, and he's called the son of David because he's from David's bloodline through Mary. What are they? They are types, but they're not the real thing. You know what? Don't fall for the type. Let me let, let, let me, let me help you. Some of y'all sitting right here fell for the type, and you didn't wait for the right thing. Don't say nothing because they may be sitting next to you. Look straight ahead. Now that you are married, you know they're not the real just because you prayed for it don't mean the first one that comes your way. Looking at you is what God done sent. You know, you got to wait till God give you some signs that this is the one. There was a lot of people say that they was a Christ, but they didn't fulfill the scripture. See, you had to wait till the right one came. When Jesus came, he came the right way, saying the right things, doing the right things by the power of God. He, 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 he healed the sick. He, he raised the dead. He gave sight to the blind. What I'm trying to say is that all that was predicted before he did it. So when he did it, they should have saw that he was the one. My question is this. I believe that he's not through revealing himself. I believe he's trying to get all of our attention. Let me explain. I can look back over my life and saw times that I should have got badly hurt or killed. At that time, something told me it was a divine intervention but then i said no i'm just that good (laughs) i know i I, i'm lucky how many times did god step in for you and you didn't give him the praise for it how many times did god get you out of a jail you know you know you know the love of god the goodness of god even before we accept him is constantly trying to win us over. What God is trying to do is show you through shadows and signs. I love you. I'm protecting you. My mercy is on you. I'm trying to keep you so I can save you. How can I say this? I guess I'm just going to say it. Don't wait till mercy runs out. Wait until God says, I- I've been trying to get your attention. And you intentionally not watching. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you signs and shadows that you would know that, that-, that I- I- I'm on your trail. I'm trying to get your attention. I love you. You know what? You know what family broke me? It was the love of Jesus. It's the love of Jesus that make you do right when you want to do wrong. I'm so glad. My my brothers and sisters, if you still dealing, and and don't get me wrong, we always should be in awe of him. We always should be caught up in him. He keeps on showing us new things. I I was reading the scriptures, and I, I read something, and I saw an illustration that he gave of, of 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 his of 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 a type of, a figure, and I said to myself, "I said, that's beautiful." Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I looked up and said, "You're beautiful." Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice yeah. what happened? Yeah, yeah. The illumination of the shadow and type, <laughs> I saw it with beauty like I never saw it before. Yes. But it didn't stay with the shadow and the type. I looked up and said, you're beautiful. Because the shadow and the type showed me how beautiful he is. Let me me break it down. Went to Niagara Falls. Saw all that water coming down. I saw the power. I saw the essence of it. And I said, That's power. That's awesome. But guess what? I didn't keep it there. I said, Look, you're the one who created the Niagara Falls. The Niagara Falls can't do or be without you being more than what it is. So if you created this, you must be more awesome. You must be more powerful than Niagara Falls. Somebody went to the Grand Canyon. You look in and say, wow. But you know what the Grand Canyon ought to do? It ought to make you fall on your knees and say, what an awesome God we serve. Why? Because all that we see is just a shadow and a type. And a picture of who God is. Let me let me go on. He says in scripture, he says, says, Don't you know that it's been prophesied that that he would that he would die? Isaiah is about 750 years before the coming of Christ. And in Isaiah chapter 52, beginning somewhere in verse 14 through 15, Isaiah is looking into the future. He is 750 years before the coming of Christ, and, and God give him a revelation of vision. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. He doesn't even know what it means, but he's writing what he sees. He says, many de- became was horrified. Many was astounded at him. His face and his whole appearance was marred. You know what Isaiah's saying? He's seeing the cross. He's seeing how they beat him. He's they seeing, they, he seeing Friday, Good Friday. How in the world can he see Good Friday? How in the world unless God is directing him. Can he see what's gonna happen hundreds of years before it happened? What, what am I saying? This Bible we got is a supernatural book. It is not like no other book. Paul keep on saying Hey, I'm not just telling you something, but it was written before it happened. Now, I'm just telling you how it happened, but you can check it out for yourself. You can go from Genesis to Revelations and it will show you Jesus. My question is, watch this, watch this. Doesn't it sound like that God's trying to reveal himself? Doesn't it sound like that God is going through the ultimate level of showing us that He is God? I heard somebody say, Well, why don't He just come down and show Himself? Well, if He came down, you couldn't take it anyway. You would die. He's so glorious. He's so holy. Listen, listen, listen. Look what He says. He said, He said, He said, God is trying to. To get our attention, not just by what he wrote, but by what he created. Paul says in Romans chapter 1, he says, the creation speaks that there is God. This is what I believe. I don't care where in the world folks are at. If, if they begin to wonder who he is, God will show up. Somebody said, well, well, what about in the Muslim country? Did you know that there is a revival in Africa? There's a revival in Muslim, in Muslim countries, and Jesus is showing up in their dreams. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Here, this, this eunuch, he, he's been worshiping mm-hmm. in Africa. He's, he's under the, the leadership at Candace who is a African empire kingdom. And and he is the eunuch in charge of the money. He's been coming to Jerusalem worshiping God because Candace is a descendant of of Bathsheba and they're worshiping as Jews. Here he is, thought that he was going back with something. He got a heart that is open for God. God pulls Philip of a revival. He's transported Philip. You know, like Star Trek, beam me up. Scotty, before Star Trek, imagine a beam me up. God beamed him from one place to another place just to get the good news to this eunuch. And this eunuch took it back to Africa. Look, what are you saying? This is what I'm saying. God will go out of his way to get your attention. I hear this all the time. I hear this all the time. Well, well you know, I would accept Jesus, but, but I, I, I'm worried about folks on the other side of the world who don't hear the gospel. And you know what I say? I say? You know what? I'm not worried for them. I'm worried for you. Because you done heard the gospel and you're not accepting it. God has a way. Because God loves folks more than you do. God so loved the world that he gave his only... But Abraham, take your only son a type, an anti-type, a shadow. You're always uh, and crucify him to me. Somebody said, what type of God would cause a man to crucify his own son? He wasn't going to allow him to crucify him. But what God was saying is this is my plan. I want you to illustrate for the whole world what I'm asking you to do but I'm going to stop you. I'm going to do because I love you. My question is, do you see Jesus? Do you see Jesus? Paul goes on, and this is what he said. He moves from a, a logical argument and he moves into a personal testimony. He says, he says, now, hey, his resurrection was real, don't you remember Jonah was three days in the well or in the fish, and after three days, he got up? Don't you know that that was a type of Jesus that after three days in the heart of the earth, he got up with all power in his hand? No, watch this. He said, he appeared to the apostles, to Peter. Matter of fact, he appeared to 500 at a time. My brothers and sisters, how I know this is not a fable. Who would die for a lie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Each of the disciples, except from John, who was, who was exiled, died. They couldn't recant their story. Legend said that Peter was crucified and he was asked to be turned upside down because he didn't feel worthy to die the same way his Lord did. I mean, listen, we just read on the news about in Kenya and I've been to Kenya that they went into this school and what they did was separated the Muslims and the Christians. And they asked them, are you a Christian? Listen, I'm talking about just last week, two weeks ago. Now listen, listen. They were so sure of what they believed, they could have said, I'm a Muslim. But when they were asked, are you a Christian? Knowing that it meant their death, they stood flat-footed and said, I'm a Christian. Somebody would say, that's crazy. No, that's faith. Somebody said, that doesn't make sense. That makes all the sense in the world. Well, what you talking about? When you love somebody. I mean, when you know he's real. Even if somebody got a gun to your head, your testimony of how good he is speaks up and say, I will not. I cannot deny him. I know in whom I believe. Somebody said, but they lost their life. No, they gained their life. So Somebody said, what you mean by that? See, they knew that absent from the body, from the body. Present. was present with the Lord. And what they said was, I know where I'm going. I know I'm not home. And if it's my time, it's my time. I told you with Sister Karen Terrell, we took, they took her off the breathing machine. And everybody sat there waiting for her to take her last breath. And even though she was laboring, she kept on. Uh-huh. Sit there for an hour. Went the two hours went the two days, went the three, doctor said, i never seen nothing like this before. Matter of fact, instead of her vital signs getting better, getting worse, they're getting better. That's it, she's taking up room in the ICU, can we move her? You know what God was saying? When you in my will, Amen. can nothing, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Listen, when your time is up, can't nothing keep you here. But if you doing the will of your Father, I don't care what comes your way. Can't nothing take you until your time. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm almost finished. Here Paul is, he says, and he appeared to me as an apostle out of time. He said, I'm least of the apostles because I persecuted the church. See, I don't know about you, but I haven't been saved all my life. If the truth be known, None of us been saved all of our lives. Even if you were in church, that doesn't mean that Christ was in you. I I know I got some folks in here that's been coming to church on your mama here. I know your mama had you in church every Sunday, but just because you was sprinkled, just because your parents, you ordained just because you went to Sunday school, just because you was in children's church. That does not mean that you know him for yourself. See, at some point in your life, you got to have a revelation of Jesus Christ. Somehow he got to get through our stubbornness. Get through our worldliness and he gotta show up. It may be at church on a Sunday, but it may be on a bar stool Friday night. What I love about Jesus, he will show up right where you are. He'll meet you right where you are. He'll step in your mess and pull you out. I'm almost finished. Listen, listen. You see, I'm kind of glad I got out of church because when I came back, I didn't know nothing about church, but I knew about Jesus. Oh, is there anybody in the house? No, my Jesus. Is there anybody in the house? No, He's real. Is there anybody? In the house? Jesus says. He says. He says. He said, you read the scripture and and, and, and I came not to to abolish the law, but I came to fulfill the law. He says, says, every I will be dotted. Every T will be crossed. You know what he's saying? He's saying, in me, the fulfillment of the Old Testament is completed. Let me explain to you why that's important to you. If you are in Christ, you're not being judged by your bad or your good. In school, and this particular doctrine is that you have to be good enough. The only problem of that is you can't be good enough. Listen. It's either all by grace or it's by law. I'm so glad it's by grace because I wouldn't have made it if it's by law. See, 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 because he ain't weighing you on a scale between your good and bad. What he said is, unless you have completed everything, you're condemned. Thanks be to God. That God said, I know you can't do it. So I'm going to wrap myself up in human flesh, and I'm going to become one of you. I'm going to feel your pain. I'm going to feel your suffering. I'm going to be tempted just like you. I'm so glad he got up under all of our pain, all of our suffering, all of our sins, and he lifted the weight of it off oh, of you and I. Somebody ought to shout. Somebody say, I've been set free. Somebody say, I'm glad that the blood cleans me. Salvation doesn't mean you're perfect, but it means you better. The evidence of, of salvation is that with the power of the Holy Ghost, as we learn to walk in him, stuff starts falling off. I'm so glad I'm not what I used to be. And I'm so glad that though I'm not what I ought to be yet, I'm on my way. I'm pressing. I'm praying. I'm reading. I'm seeking. Because Jesus is the best thing that ever happened. Let let, let me finish this up. Let me finish this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. He's everything. All the pictures. All the type. He's the Ten Commandments. He's everything that he fills up the law so that when God sees you in Christ, he says, Righteous. You're not a sinner by grace anymore you a saint that may sin sometimes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why? Because God said, I completed it for you in Jesus. Yes, so when I see you, I see the righteousness of Christ in you. Because on the cross, when I saw him, I saw you. Yes, and my holiness Woo. took out on him what I should have took out on you, but my love sent my son to take your place so that on the cross, I set you free, on the cross. Let me take it one more, one more level, one more level. I'm so glad for his exchange system. What you mean? Sunday morning, this resurrected Sunday, shows us that sin couldn't keep him and death couldn't hold him. (laughs) What you mean by that? This is what I mean. We had two enemies that none of us could defeat. That was sin, which brought death. Now, Jesus, as our representative, because he became a man for us, took on sin and death. I I got any Christians in the house? Are you scared of bumblebees? Somewhat. Why are you scared of bumblebees? Their stinger hurt. But watch what Scripture says. Scripture says in 1st. Corinthians 15, somewhere around 53 and 54, this is what it said. He said, he took the sting out of that. Now watch this. I said, it's a bumblebee flying around you, but its stinger is gone. Oh. Hold on. It's flying around you, but now that you know that the stinger is gone, are you scared now? Why you say it's not a problem? It can't hurt you no more. Now you know why, when they asked them, were they Christians? They said, death can't hold me. I know where I'm going. For me, the sting has been taken out. So it's flying around me. I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was with the baby brother, sister, uh, Carolyn Carell, Terrell, and I'm not lying to y'all, I know this sound sound morbid, but I gotta tell you, after she died, she looked so good. Wait a minute, her skin complexion changed. Me and the brother are looking at her saying, there's, there's, there, there's, some, there's some brilliance. I, I know there's no life in this shell no more, but the shell bear evidence that God had been there. Oh yeah. uh, Tell me y'all don't, don't, don't hear me. Listen, I've been in the death room of a lot of people and folks that I knew was full of the spirit when they was alive, the expression on their face when God takes them is not an expression of fear. And, and watch it. And after life has left the body, there is there is a glow on that body, and you begin to wonder: Did someone put Vaseline on her? But wait a minute, listen. There's no way that the body can't be affected by the Holy Ghost departing from the body. Y'all don't hear me. If we are the temple of God, you can't tell me that the evidence that God been there won't show up after he leaves there. You can't tell me that our God isn't big enough and bad enough to leave his fingerprint where he been. What are you doing? I'm leaving my fingerprint. See, if somebody was to pick some dust, they could take and say he got sweat on there, he got his fingerprint on there, Tracy been here. Don't tell me. That once God leaves one of his children, Hallelujah. that there ain't some evidence yes. that God said, I've been here. Yes. I'm not here no more, but I've been here. Yes. Don't you see that they got peace? Yes. Don't you see yes. that, they got, that they got glory? Yes. Don't you see that they're mine? Yes. I imagine yes. Friday night, hell was having a party. I imagine all the demons done gathered in hell. I imagine Satan is playing the bass. Boom, 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 boom. I imagine little imps are doing dances and they're drunk and smoking weed. Where y'all think that come from? I imagine. There's something in the corner shooting up with hair and saying, it's a good high, man. I imagine that whatever evil can be done is happening because they thought they had it. They thought they won. They thought it was over. They thought that it was completed. Now, you know what the funny thing is? Jesus said, it is completed before he died. And if you go into the Greek, there is a sense of victory. The Greek word that he used was, it's completed, "is finished. He says, victory. Don't you know that things are not always the way they appear? <laughs> Aren't you glad? They think he got you. But if you know Jesus, it's not over till God says it's over, keep on praising him. Keep on thanking him. Keep lifting up. Holy hands. I, I know you're going through some hard time, but I'm telling you, God has the last move. The devil did his best on the cross. But don't you hear Jesus say, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Father, you got the last move. Father, it's not over till you say it's over. Father, I'm closing my eyes now. I'm giving up the ghost. But I know in whom I believe, I believe they party on Friday night. They party all day Saturday. Demons don't know when to go to sleep. Matter of fact, demons don't sleep. They're busy. Haven't you figured that out? They don't. They, they don't go to sleep. They. they I'm just saying. Okay. Talk, talk, talk. they party on Saturday night. But all of a sudden, when the sun started rising Sunday morning, they tell me things started. Folks that's been dead start getting up out the grave, start showing up in town. They said, what you doing here? We buried you a week ago. Listen, listen, Ellie, Ellie. Scripture says this: that Jesus rose, raised Himself; God the Father raised Himself, raised Him, and the Holy Ghost raised Him. Well, who did it? The Godhead got together. The Godhead said, "All three of us is going to take part in this." That. Said, we're going to do this together. I think the Father said, get up. I think the Holy Spirit went back into the body. And Jesus raised up his hand and said, victory is mine. He got up with all power in his hands. This is the fun part. When he got up, we got up. Because if you're in Christ, then the victory he got up in, you ought to be walking in. If the devil couldn't hold him down, the devil can't hold you down. I don't care what he tries, in the name of Jesus, somebody ought to get up. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I'm more than a conqueror. In the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, our deliverer, our way maker, our keeper, our My regulator, our heart fixer, he 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 is Lord You know why you know why we ought to shout Cause we already know how it ends How you know how it ends? Cause I know where Jesus is he 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 was he was given a thorn A crown of thorns. But now he got a crown of gold. He was given a rugged cross. But now he sits on a throne. Oh, somebody ought to shout. Oh, he's victorious. Oh, he awesome. Isaiah see a picture. And I believe he sees him in the future, he said, he said, I see him high and lifted up. I see him sitting on the throne. I see him and his glory fills the temple. I see him and the angels are praising him. One set of angels saying holy, and another set of angels saying holy, the angels flying around him and he's sitting on the throne. There's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. Somebody ought to praise him because he is our risen Savior. He's our way maker. He's our redeemer. He's our keeper. He's our lover. He's everything. Not only is he everything scripturally, but if you give him half a chance, if you give him, if you lay it, if you cash your cares, if you give him everything that's in your life, he will be your everything. He's everything. Oh, y'all don't hear me. He's everything. When you're lonely, he'll be your friend. He'll be a mother to the motherless, a father to the fatherless. If you don't got a boyfriend or girlfriend, Jesus will make you satisfied. I don't know how. Why are you going to settle for a loser when you can have a winner? His name, his name, his powerful name. Right now, you know what's happening? The devil is shaking. Because I'm about ready to say a name that is above every name. Right now demons are trying to say, make him shut up, make him shut up. Right, right, right now demons trying to put their fingers in your ear so you can't hear the name. They're trying to take away your faith. There's a name above every name. And there's power. You feel the authority. Satan is right now. Say, make them stop. Make let's shake hell. His name is. His name is in the name of Jesus. Set my people free. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Be delivered. In the name. name that has been given to men by which we must, must be saved. Nobody else could have paid the price. Nobody else could have did what he did. And he did it because he loves you. When well you call on his name, something. Yeah. When well you know him, yeah. to the place that people come to me and say, I'm under spiritual attack. I've been drink I will be going to sleep, and I wake up and I can't move. I say, call the name. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And see if that which is holding you and trying to create yeah. fear in you let you go. Because once you call, his name, yes, devil, backs up. Yes. A change happens. Yes. Peace comes. Yes. Joy comes. Yes. Just act the name. Jesus something happens have you called his name and men put faith in who he is when you do something indescribable takes place cause you can't stay the same. Today, if you don't know him, I ask you, let's call on his name so that you can experience an inward change, that inward supernatural experience that he may reveal himself to you stand with me somebody here today you didn't really come to accept Jesus you didn't really come to join the church but the name of Jesus the power of Jesus the person of Jesus is calling you don't reject the call of Jesus it's love calling It's love calling.